this is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Jeremiah 13, 1 through 27, and then Matthew 22, 1 through 46. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jeremiah's complaint. You are always righteous, O Lord. Oh, sorry. Let's go to uh, 13. A linen belt. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy a linen belt and put it around your waist, but do not let it touch water. So I bought a belt as the Lord directed and put it around my waist. Then Lord, then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Take the belt you bought and are wearing around your waist and go now to Parath and hide, in there, hide it there in a crevice in the rocks. So I went and hid it at Parath as the Lord told me. Many days later, the Lord said to me, Go now to Parath and get the belt. I told you to, to hide there. So I went to Parath and dug up the, the belt and took it from the place where I had hidden it. But now it was ruined and completely useless. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. In the same way I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words who follow the stubbornness of their hearts and go out after other gods to serve and worship them, will be like this belt, completely useless. For as a belt is bound around man's, a man's waist, so I bound the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah to, to me, declares the Lord, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor. But they have not listened. Wineskins. Say to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every wineskin should be filled with wine. And if they say to you, don't you know that every wineskin should be filled with wine? Then tell them, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to fill with, with drunkenness all who live in this land, including the kings who sit in David's throne, the priests, the prophets, and those living in Jerusalem. I will smash them on each on against the other, fathers and sons alike, declares the Lord. I will not. I will allow not pity, or mercy, or compassion to keep me from destroying them. Threat of captivity. Hear and pay attention. Do not be arrogant, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before He brings the darkness. Before you stumble on the darkened, darkening hills, you hope for light. But he who will turn it to the thick darkness and change it to deep gloom. But if you do not listen, I will wipe, weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will be weep, will weep bitterly, overflowing with tears, because the Lord, Lord's flock will be taken captive. Say to the king and to the queen mother, Come down from your thrones, for the glor your glorious crowns will fall from your heads. The cities in the Negev will be shut up, and there will be no one to open them. All Judah will be carried into exile, com carried completely away. Lift up your eyes and see, those who are coming from the north, where is the flock that has entrusted to you, the sheep on which you boasted? What will you say when the Lord sets over you, those who cultivate us as your special allies? Will not pain grip you like that of a woman in labor? And if you ask yourself, why has this happened to me? 
It is because of your many sins that your skirts have been torn off and your body mistreated. Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard its spots? Neither can you do, a, do good who are accustomed to doing evil. I will scatter you like chaff driven by the d desert wind. This is your lot, the portion I have decreed for you, declares the Lord. Because you have forgotten me and trusted in false gods, I will put up your skirts over over your face, that your fate, shame may be seen. Your adulteries and lustful names, your shameless prostitution. I have seen your detestable acts on the hills and in the fields. Woe to you, O Jerusalem! How long will you be unclean? Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in, um, we're going to be in Matthew 22, 1 through 46. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the wedding banquet. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for those, for his son. He sent the servants to those who have been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened calf have been butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The, best seized, the rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murders and burned their cities. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite the banquet to the banquet anyone who you find. So the servants went out into the, the streets and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and, they, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot, and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are, are chosen. Paying taxes to Caesar. Then the Pharisees went out and, and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know you are a man of integrity and that you teach the man of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, you hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose portrait is this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. Marriage at the Resurrection That same day the Sadducees, 
who say there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses told us that if a man dies without having children, he, his brother must marry the widow and have children for him. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first one married and died, and since he had no children, he left his wife to his brother. The same thing happened to the second and third brother, right on down to the seventh. Finally the woman died. Now then, uh, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be out of the seven, since all of them were married to her? Jesus replied, You are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that, that what God said to you? I, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. The Grace Commandment Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with the question, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of in the law? Jesus replied, Love your, your love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Whose son is the Christ? While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? The son of Anne, they replied. The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord for saying, For he says, The Lord said to me, Sit at my right hand till I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I lift you up, Lord. I ask that you watch over us. Keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.